Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek, Trent, and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. So grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. This is your host, Derek Hoskins, and tonight we are talking rumors, lots and lots of rumors, a very, very tragic passing in the Hollywood space, and of course, we're going to talk Loki. With me tonight, as always, better late than never, Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, how you doing? Fantastic. (laughs) How are you doing tonight, Derek? I'm doing really well now that we're finally getting going. Trent, what about you, man? You doing good? Uh, the wincing okay. suggests no. <laughs> just doing all right. Just doing all right. He's just he's he's mediocre. He's fair to Midland. My podcast mic broke, so Trent Trent's okay. sad because he's got to use a cheap mic. So he still sounds fantastic. That's why he sounds like he's in your grandmother's basement right now. <laughs> I was the worst sounding of the three, even with a mic. You know, I don't even have that. So what well, am, what now, am I here? that's not true. I'm a podcaster without a mic. I'm the social media guy who never tweets. What am I even doing here? You sent out a tweet today. God, you sound like one me. tweet. It's like the me first every week. days. What is my job here? This is going to be another outtake video. I don't know that I can put this out. It's just whining. We don't do that every week. We I thought we did we that every week. Chipper. We do. We chipper all the time. We do whine a lot. Well, that's we perfect. Got, we got you, some bad news. Yeah, Ian's got, our, our, our Ian, Ian. Ian brought up the bad news. Trent's already in a bad mood. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna get right into it with the uh, the sad passing of a titan of the uh, film industry on Monday. Richard Donner passed away. I'm sure that everyone listening, if you're listening to this show, surely you know who this man is. But if not, he was a a, a writer, a director, a producer. Uh, some of his his film credits as director are obviously huge, huge movies like Superman, Superman 2, The Omen, all of the Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, Maverick. I don't care what anybody says. Ma- Maverick's amazing. I love that movie. Love Maverick. Goonies. The Goonies. Goonies. Um, and then uh, Assassin's Conspiracy Theory. His last one he did was 16 Blocks, which was criminally underrated. Love I, I, I like that one as well. Um, and so, you know, Richard Donner. Uh, like I said, he was a titan of the film industry. He passed away at the age of 91. Um, Trent, what uh, what is your favorite movie that Richard Donner directed? God, why would I you love how much first, you like Derek? to rank things. We're going to go straight no. to you. Why would you ask me first? <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to answer that because <laughs> I am by no means going to pretend to be an expert on Richard Donner's filmography. But I'm very aware of the man. I'm aware of and appreciative of his impact on on Hollywood and just movie landscape. He had a really good run, 91. He will be missed. I'm not going to give a favorite movie because uh, I am not in a position to do so. But I know that Ian is. So what's yours, buddy? Nice. Nice deflect. Way, way to dodge. Tell favorite us you haven't man. seen a lot of his movies without saying you haven't seen a lot of his movies. <laughs> I've seen probably all of his movies. I was talking about me, but go ahead. You've probably oh. seen all of his movies that he's directed as well. So one of my favorites is obviously like I love all four. Yes, I said all four Lethal Weapon movies. 
Uh, even the third and fourth one, I like those. The first one was probably like obviously my favorite is the best. The Goonies, Derek mentioned the Goonies, great movie. Scrooge, another under underrated, underappreciated movie. movie. But great yeah, movie. Pro- Go- Goonies and Lethal Weapon are at, are at my top. But I don't know that I've ever seen a movie of his that I did not at least halfway enjoy. I've never been like. Ugh. So yeah, the man was well, maybe Superman too. But um, you didn't like <laughs> Superman too. No, I'm just kidding. Three, three was obviously the the downfall of Superman. Neil before Zod, but two, man. two wasn't the best. The first one was 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 the best. Uh, yeah, the second one's pretty good. I I, I like I, I like I loved Richard Donner. It, it's kind of weird that uh, after 16 blocks, he didn't really do anything. I don't yeah, know he if he was do... like I don't know if he was ill or if there was he was in pretty wrong. poor health there because he's the he died at not what 93 91 91 yeah. <laughs> okay trent um but yeah i i guarantee i guarantee trent you've seen a lot more richard donner movies than you think you have you've seen the lethal weapons right uh maybe one or two i don't i don't really remember oh well i will i'll give an answer i i I have to say that uh, the goonies has got to be my all-time favorite of his movies just because of the pure nostalgia factor i think that's a fantastic movie like ian i like all of the lethal weapons even though lethal weapon 3 is a little iffy in my book I actually am one of the like five people on the planet that love Lethal Weapon 4 and uh, 16 Blocks. Like I said, I really, really enjoyed that movie. So, you know, we owe a lot to Richard Donner, especially as superhero movie fans. And uh, and he he will be missed, even though he hasn't done a lot in the last few years. You know, his influence is still there. And of course, his his wife, Lauren Schuler Donner, still runs that company. She's been running it for a very long time um, as their production wing. Assassins is a really good movie too. Very underrated as well. I was Great actually movie. just thinking about that movie the other day. I was like, I haven't seen Assassins in a while. And then I saw, uh, I saw a uh, like a movie clip on Facebook, and I was like, this isn't Assassins. And I was right; it was it was a specialist. That's why I was confused. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a great anecdote that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Richard Donner, Assassins. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> All right, well, you're well, doing we... it poorly. Okay, well, shut up. <laughs> that's better. All right. So moving on away from uh, from that sad news, the internet was a buzz this week because Hugh Jackman took to Twitter or not Twitter. <laughs> I apologize to Instagram. And uh, on his Instagram story on uh, on Monday or it may have been Sunday night. I'm not not 100 percent. He posted a picture a of Wolverine's claws uh, from Boss Logic, the the fan artist, and uh, a picture of himself with Kevin Feige, which prompted a lot of people online thinking that this is Hugh Jackman saying that uh, that he's coming to be in the MCU as Wolverine. He's putting the claws on one more again. Yeah. So I have my opinion. I, I talked to Trent a little bit before we started recording, uh, but I want to get Ian's take on this of what you think. Do you think there's any cre- credence to this at all? Do you think that this means that Hugh Jackman's suiting up as Wolverine for the MCU? I hope so. I severely hope so. I think that would be great. He was he was good for everything he was given before. Even though even like some of the movies that like weren't the best, like you know some of the X Men movies and uh, uh, was it Origins Wolverine? Because the Wolverine, the second one, I didn't think that one was was too bad. They they ruined a few characters, but that's neither here nor there. The shining moment through all these movies is Hugh Jackman. You can't deny love or hate these movies, whether you obviously, like I said, love or hate them. Hugh Jackman was still phenomenal um, as Wolverine. So 
if you take a guy who's been killing it in these mediocre to shitty movies and you put him in the MCU and you give him um, better directing, better writing and everything, he's, he's going to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that is a good thought. And I, I agree with all of those sentiments. Trent, what about you, man? Do you think that uh, there's a possibility that Hugh Jackman is coming back based on these Instagram stories? Just based on those Instagram things, no, I don't put much stock in it. But I guess you can never say never, especially when it comes to Marvel and bringing back actors. Uh, but no, just based on those those posts alone, I don't think there's much to it because, like, well, we talked kind of about a random before, thing for him to post, isn't it? Well, Eric will probably get into it in his take. But we were talking about how um, you know it came right around the Richard Donner news, um, and that some people thought maybe it was like a tribute, and then even I, even if you take Richard Donner out of the situation like Kevin Feige was still he goes back way before the MCU and he was on a lot of those early Marvel movies like the X-Men movies and stuff so he and Hugh Jackman have been friends so I mean I don't think them taking a picture together has to be anything more than that but again never say never I've, I've, got, I, I've, I've got no beef with what you're saying them taking a picture together but like with the claws I'm saying like like the side by side like that's kind of random is what I'm saying that them taking a picture together isn't random how he took the picture I thought was was unique yeah the my take on it what Trent was saying what we discussed before uh, we started recording one when Ian was running late was uh <laughs> was the fact that this came out sorry Ian. I'm sorry I haven't been <laughs> off all day and haven't got a chance to make a decent meal that I have to just smell at in the kitchen in there that I can't even taste. <laughs> anyway, so the the reason why Richard Donner came up in this conversation at all is because the the Instagram story that he posted came out just maybe a couple of hours before the official news broke that Richard Donner had passed away. Uh, Richard Donner produced the first X-Men movie and he produced X-Men Origins Wolverine. So that could be why he was posting the Wolverine clause because it was just a, a, a small tribute to the fact that Richard Donner, you know, helped get him this part, you know, helped start his career in earnest the way that it is now. On top of that, Kevin Feige also started his career working for the Donner company. He had his first unpaid internship, his first paying job as a producer was through the, through the Donner company. He was a producer on X-Men. And so if I had to guess now, is it a possibility? Absolutely, it's a possibility. Anything's possible. Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, don't remind us. Anything's possible in this world. So, And would I be excited? Absolutely, I'd be excited. But I'm not going to get my hopes up just because of the timing of it. And I don't think that was a new picture of him and Kevin Feige by any means. I think that was an older picture probably taken at one of the X-Men, you know, when they're getting together filming one of the X-Men movies from years ago. But because of the timing of it, I think it was probably just a, a a quick little tribute to Richard Donner without saying what was going on because it was before the official word. And because Hugh Jackman's had the relationship with the Donners for so long, I'm sure he was one of the people that was told before the official word went out. So that's my take on it. I'm guessing that's all it was, that it wasn't anything, anything more than that. But, you know, like everybody else, I would be absolutely thrilled. Even though Wolverine, I think, is the most overrated character of all time, Hugh Jackman rocks as Wolverine. So I would be uh, I would be there for it. So we'll move on to our next um, Instagram based story today, because apparently this is 2002 and uh, Robert Downey Jr. changed his top eight. And that ruined everybody over the weekend. 
Robert Downey Jr. unfollowed all of his castmates from the MCU, and it has sent social media into a firestorm of speculating of what that means. I'm not going to bury the lead here. I don't think it means anything. I think it's a grown man cleaning out his Instagram or maybe even his person that runs his social media for him. Yeah, you know it's not him. <laughs> I have a feeling that it means nothing unless Chris Evans comes out tomorrow and starts unfollowing people as well. Or, you know, there's some big beef that we don't know about. I'm not going to think anything of it. You know, even if Robert Downey Jr. is distancing himself from the MCU, will never change the fact that he was the perfect Tony Stark. Those movies won't ever go away for me. I don't care. I don't see why this is such a big deal. Uh, Trent, did I miss something? Is there a, is this a bigger deal than I than I'm seeing? Well, Derek, as the social media expert of the podcast, exactly. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, uh, no, I don't. I have no idea. I know that that's like a thing now that people make statements by unfollowing people on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know. I don't. I'm not that hip with it. I'm not a social media savvy person, regardless of what you tell me. Um, and yeah, I don't. I don't care. I don't think it means anything. I don't. I don't know the full ins and outs of the story. I don't know who specifically he unfollowed. I don't know. I guarantee you, it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. on his phone doing it himself. I'm sure he has a person that does this for him. So who knows? But I don't think there's anything there to it. Well, uh, Ian, what about you, man? Do you do you take any stock in Robert Downey Jr. unfriending people or unfollowing people on Instagram? <clears throat> yes. You do? I do. What do you think happened? Do you think he's mad? Do you think he's finished with the MCU 100%? I think he's a jerk. <laughs> he's a jerk face. <laughs> he's oh. a jerky McJerk I face. He's, I, I think he's a big, a big jerk chicken. <laughs> Not even a cool jerk. I, I don't know what's going on with the man. Um, uh, I, obviously, with the news of his father passing, he's probably not in the right state of mind. Because, like, I know the news broke yesterday, but, like, obviously he had to have been in poor health for, you know, some time now because um, he was, like, 85 years old, somewhere mm-hmm. in the ballpark of that. So, I, I don't know, man. It could be nothing, but I know you guys – I know you guys tend to think like, oh, well, it must have been somebody else. We we don't know. We don't know how how active he is on social media. You know, like a lot of those guys, like you know Sebastian Stan and them, are, are pretty active. So it's there's really no 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 real way to tell. Um, only time will tell. Like we just have to like keep keep watching this story, keep following it closely. I hope there's there's nothing to it. It was just one of those like things that happen. Or like somebody were running his social media did it, but then again, like why would they? I don't know. And, and I, I heard it was like certain people. Like I heard like Chris Evans didn't get deleted or anybody like that. So I don't know. I don't. It could be coincidence, but it is something that I would I would like to get to the bottom of and find out what that jerk is thinking. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Um, like you said, we didn't bring it up, but you know Robert Downey Senior did pass away, so. We we don't know what's going on there at uh, at the Downey household and how they're right. how they're handling everything. Which of course our thoughts go out to uh, to everybody involved there, because that's that's awesome, awful, awesome. Ugh, that's awesome. That's awful. God, show your true God, colors. That's wow. awful. I was gonna say that's awful to lose a father, because I know from experience, but it came out as awesome. So fantastic. All right. 
I apologize. Don't I hope you God Robert Downey Jr. doesn't like you're listen not to a, this. You're not an ass clown. Robert Downey Jr., I apologize if you hear this. I do not think it's awesome that your father passed away. I'm very sorry. My sincere, <sighs> sincere condolences, and we're going to get out of this segment. I need a cleanser tonight. I'm just going to pick a podcast at random. Well, this little logo looks pretty cool. (laughs) Awesome about my father. Excuse (laughs) you, sir. He's going to unfollow us next. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be unfollowed. Ten more people. Oh, good Lord. All right, we're going to move on. So Corey Stoll, the actor that played uh, Darren Cross or Yellow Jacket in Ant-Man, had been rumored for a while that he's going to be showing back up in Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, or I guess Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Well, now there's a report that he is uh, that he is actually signed on and he is going to, to show back up. If so, awesome. I think he's a really good villain. I really liked him in Ant-Man. I was sad that he was gone. And of course, with what we saw in Endgame of the Quantum Realm, he could be anywhere. That's all that happened to him is he got shrunk down. We don't know what actually happened. So uh, I'd be all for it. Ian, what about you? you uh, would you like to see... Corey stole back as a villain in Ant-Man 3. I can't name one thing that man did in Ant-Man. He was yellow jacket. He, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him a, doing it. He shrunk, he, a, he shrunk a lamb. I don't remember him doing that. You need to go I'm back not, and watch Ant-Man again. Sir. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on him whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, it's just like, oh, if he if he comes back, that's cool. He wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. It's just I I, I don't think it's top news. Again, if you're listening, sir, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we have but, a lot. Of, we have a lot of talent listening. To yeah, paperweight entertainment podcast. Yeah, they're all bored. The, the one night they all choose to get on here, we're just shitting all over the place. <laughs> so, like I said, man, it's it's nothing personal. I don't know the guy, but it's 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 not like I hate that character by any means. I know it probably sounded like I was I was being that kind of guy, but I I, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like. I and granted, I've only seen that movie one time, but still, I'm just like, if he comes back, that's great. If not, like, it's it's not going to make or break the rest of the movies for me. So just to, just a peek behind the curtain, right before we started talking one, about this specific answer, Ian. yeah, just before we started talking about this specific <laughs> news story, I said we'll just give our one word answer because we're going to talk a little bit more about this when we get into the spoiler section of Loki. There's a possible things going on. We're going to talk about it later. Ian gives us a, a little soliloquy. So, so I just think it's weird soliloquy. that you're like, hey, what do you think? And I say, oh, yeah. And then we just move on and I talk about it more later. That's a strange way to do it. <laughs> Trent, you go ahead, man. I only, only say yes or no. Trent. Uh, 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 I choose. Wrong I choose. <laughs> go to the waiting All right, room. Yeah. For the sake of talking about it later, when we talk about Loki, yes, I think it's cool. I think he's a good actor. Why are we bringing up? Why are we quitting Tarantinoing this? Why are we bringing up something now and touching on it later? I'm never going to remember what I what, what, what we're talking about later. That's all right. I'll lead. <laughs> I'll lead you into it. We're going to move on. Oh we got God. we got one more one more topic to hit before we take our break, and that is that the uh, first trailer for What If dropped today, the animated series coming to Disney Plus. And uh, we got a chance to watch it. At least I know Trent and I did. I don't know if Ian did the homework or not. I'm going to guess no, based on his face. I I got I saw it, but it was like I was what if Ian so the didn't audio, watch it. so the audio wasn't on. <laughs> but I was I was reading them lips, <laughs> reading those animated characters' lips. Uh, yeah, I didn't. All right. I well, without seeing the trailer, are you interested in what if at all, Ian? 
Just are yeah. you interested in it? Yeah, because I I, I knew the overall premise uh, a few months ago. I think we brought it up on here a few times, and uh, yeah, I think it sounds it sounds neat. Don't fucking look at me like that. I think it's what a neat if concept. Darren Cross was in it. Would you be interested in? I wouldn't be more or less interested. <laughs> was that short enough? Yes. I'm just gonna keep lobbing what if questions at you. No, that's fine. I, I, you lob them at me, and then uh, in three hours, when Derek brings it back up, I'll answer him then. What if, length? What if you never get to eat this macaroni tonight? <laughs> One word answers. Sad. Sad. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I can actually see it. <laughs> Trent and I actually did watch the trailer, and uh, I got excited about it. You know, I, I've been interested in this what if show and the trailer bumped it up a little notch other than some really shoddy voice acting, especially right at the beginning from whoever they got to try and sound like Robert oh, Downey God. Jr. It was really, really, that really was bad. So that was actually Robert uh, Downey also Jr. Also the, uh, the, the voice actor for T'Challa, for T'Challa, I thought was not great. That was, that did not sound right. I, uh, I really hope that it's wasn't Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Isn't it? I don't think that one's Chadwick Boseman. I think if, it is. It, if it is, I don't know what they did to well, his voice. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in the show. Um, whether he finished all of his lines, I have no idea, but I could have swore I read that he's actually... Now I'm second-guessing myself, Derek. Either way, either way, I uh, I think it's going to be I a think- lot of fun. I'm excited to watch it. I love the idea of Peggy Carter being uh, Captain Carter, that Captain Britain look to her. I think it looks great. And um, I'm, I'm really excited for this uh, for this show. So, Trent, how about you? Take it away. Now that you're looking up whether or not it's Chadwick Boseman or not. What what if that wasn't him and I just sound like a jackass? Um, no, man, I think it looks great. Uh, Marvel just can't miss with me. I know I'm such a loyal fanboy, but I don't care. It looks really fun. I think we're so well established with the MCU now that they can have the room to just do all these goofy like stories based on characters and storylines that we've already seen and know and just twisting them around and making them different. Um, I agree about the voice acting, the, that cringy Robert Downey Jr. at the beginning really threw me off and was a weird way to start. But otherwise, I think all the stories look neat. I'm wondering if any of them are going to intersect in any way, wondering how many episodes there are. Um, I don't know. This is like the one thing that I mean they could truly do anything with, just because it's literally what if. So I'm excited to see what they do with. So it. apparently that is Chadwick Boseman. I, I'm swear it didn't sound like him. It sounded way too high pitched. Maybe it was just the inflections. But according to reports, yeah, that is his final performance as uh, Black Panther, which will be uh, bittersweet to to hear. And apparently, I don't remember what he sounds like. Just- is Apparently, I don't remember what he sounds like. It's uh, T'Challa, so I apologize. So, yeah, there you go. You heard it here first. I was wrong. Not the first time, certainly not the last time. But uh, with that, well, that is uh, all of our news topics for the evening, and we're going to get out of here as quick as possible so I don't screw anything else up. We're going to take a quick break and listen to a word from our sponsor. When we come back, we are going full spoilers in the penultimate episode of Loki. Stick around to hear our thoughts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for sitting through that ad break. Not going to say what I said last week and got us uh, that got us into some trouble. All right. Let's move on to talk about Loki. Episode five. 
journey into mystery which is the greatest title ever i'm so excited for that title being in here and just so you know this is full spoilers we're not wasting any time on spoiler free content we're going full spoilers into this episode it is the second to last episode so spoilers in three two one i loved this episode there are so many easter eggs i've watched it a couple of times i watched easter egg breakdowns to see the ones that i missed and it is awesome not only that it's a really fun show as for always i i was saying to ian before we started recording i don't know what show some of these people that are giving it negative reviews are watching i don't understand what's going on now granted i'm a marvel shill i'm gonna say i love everything they do that's just the way i am i'm easy to please maybe i'm stupid but i loved this episode trent what'd you think of the episode overall i agree with you man there's there's no reason that any comic loving or Marvel loving person would, would not like these episodes. I mean, this show is just fantastic. You know, it's, it's, it's just fun. It's epic. It's weird. It's just, it's, it just checks so many boxes. And like you said, just the Easter eggs alone in this episode, because apparently the void is just a, a dumping ground of Marvel Easter eggs, which I think makes perfect sense. I mean, you could throw anything in the void and make it canon, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I I came up with like a list of all the things that I love about this episode. I don't know if I should just dive into it or just give right. initial thoughts let's, or what you want on, me let, to do. Let, let Ian get his overall thoughts on the episode, and then we'll go right back to you with your list because you're you're prepared. Ian, what are Derek, your overall thoughts? Derek, thank you for being so considerate toward me, even though I was shrieking for Trent to go ahead and dive into his because <laughs> I'm so excited about this one. I love this one to pieces because I got everything I wanted. I got uh loki and mobius continuing their bromance i got to watch uh an alligator loki gnaw a human being's hand off um which is something i've been dying to see for at least a week that whole scene yeah yeah um I, i i just i got to see you know the chemistry again between sylvia and loki and the fact that you know can I, can I can I dive straight toward the end here? Yeah, uh, we're, we're in full spoilers. Go when, ahead. When 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 they when they enchant uh, Eliath, I think is his name. Yeah. When they enchant Eliath, and then he clears, and then that that portal way opens up, and you see the city and the floating cars. I'm just like, oh yeah, oh well, I think this is going where, where we all think this has been going. And if I'm wrong, um, well, I'm gonna have to drive over to well, Trent's house and punch him right in the face. If you're wrong, we're chaining you to the radiator. Hello, radiator. Yes. So I, I just like I thought it had everything, and and again, you were you were telling me earlier that people were trashing this episode and just this, well, this start starting to trash the series in general now, and I'm I'm over it. Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll, I'll fight them it. all. I'm tired of hearing all. it. I, I'm I'm loving every episode, and I'm really and like I said before we started recording, you know, episode three was the weakest of the series so far. But I still really enjoyed it. So I don't know what the whining is about. I don't know why people are complaining. But uh, the, one, know, we'll... uh, the one, sorry, ahead, the one negative, I was just going to jump in while you're on this subject. The one negative that I had kind of seen so far from this episode was that it didn't really move the plot forward because I felt like four left kind of on this cliffhanger with all these questions and then people wanted instant answers and this episode didn't really give it to you. Which, right. you know, if you want to have a slight nitpick, whatever, no. I'm going to get that out of the crystal. We could gush about it later. 
but obviously they're saving all that stuff for the for the finale so i'm okay with it just because i, I don't of the fun that this episode gave me yeah but i don't agree that it didn't move the plot forward i mean i, I think at the end it, it, it opened up the plot gigantically like i think it definitely moved it like because the next episode is gonna it, it's gonna jump straight into that so what's well, what i'm saying yeah i think they're saving all the, the big reveals for the last episode. yeah and, and, people, and as they should it, this had to be the a last setup episode. episode because it had to set up the finale because now we everybody's in place you got mobius back he's on his way to burn the tva to the ground you know exactly where renslayer is and where her motivations are because at the end of the last episode, we you know? weren't sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's on with Trent. I still. Have I think no she is. I think she is gun ho with the TVA. Whether whether the timekeepers are fake or not, she is gung ho. This organization needs to exist. It's the way no, it has I always existed. I, that's what I mean. I, I don't. I don't know whether she knows everything that's going on yet or not. But I think it that's it sets her up to be. I don't know. Does what does she know? She's. I don't know. She Sorry. asked Miss Minutes at the end, you know, who was the, you know, I, I need all information in the beginning of the TVA. And so I don't think she knows everything yet. You know, I know I, I said that last week. But anyway, my point is, is that it puts her in the place she needs to be. It puts Loki and Sylvie where they need to be. It moved Loki's character forward with his with his power set and his understanding of who he is even more than it did before. And it set up a a great cliffhanger for us to go full on into the, the last episode my one concern is that um my one concern is that like the last two move or the last two shows they um they might be cramming too much into the finale because i think wandavision suffered from that falcon winter soldier definitely suffered from that so my only concern is and yes. i think that might be one of the problems that people are seeing with this is that they're concerned that this finale is going to be a uh, going to be the same thing? So that's well, that's that's what I'm thinking. But Trent, go ahead and uh, and tell us uh, tell us start us out on your list. All right. Well, I'm going to burn through it real quick because I'm sure we'll want to pick apart most of it uh, more in depth. But um, and I'm going to try and go as Krolot can even talk chronological as possible so i'm not as all over the place as i usually am with the uh, with the episodes but uh anyway right from the right from the get-go the that opening shot was just amazing it sucks you in it's very eerie the whole twisty turny little floaty camera that makes its way through the tva and then the timekeepers and then taking us to where we left loki great way to open the episode uh the whole void we've already kind of talked about it was amazing i i called it a dumping ground for all the marvel easter eggs uh we'll get into some of the specific easter eggs here in a, in a little bit as well i have several listed um that was great all the loki variants were great especially and i think we're all going to agree with this but classic loki and alligator loki stole my heart i'll just they were chef MK kiss loki man was great too oh, but boastful loki can go kiss my butt he 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 was a cool character, but he he was no classic Loki or alligator Loki. Right. Um, that whole scene where all the Lokis show up at the bunker and they have that brawl and where everyone backstabs one another was great. It was fantastic, classic Loki. Um, and then, like Ian mentioned, when the alligator bites off uh, President Loki's hand, <laughs> and that scream, Tom Tom. Uh, Hilson gives off is amazing. Yeah, it gets it me every time I watch it. Uh, the whole final battle with Elias was just freaking epic and awesome in every possible way. 
I feel like so far Loki has by far been the the show of the three we have so far that can easily easily be a movie. Oh yeah. Now, I know they all. I know all three have had big moments. Falcon and Winter Soldier has had a lot of big time action scenes that could make a, a movie, but this has just been so epic and cinematic in every. I mean, they all have again, but this one just it's hitting on every cylinder for me. Uh, and then same same Z's. Specifically in that final battle, uh, classic Loki showing up and conjuring Asgard just freaking gave me chills. Complete complete with thunder and lightning, I want to point out, because he said how he missed his brother, and you could tell that he was definitely on his mind in that moment, too. And his whole glorious purpose uh, sacrifice was just amazing. Um, Piggybacking off of that scene, because I want to bring it up, because I feel like there should be some credit that has been long overdue because I don't think we've actually talked about it yet about this show, but Natalie Holt is the composer for this show. Mm-hmm. She has done a phenomenal job. Yeah. Like, the, the, the score has been excellent. The score is amazing. Like even if nothing else, just the intro music that she mm-hmm. gives is just so creepy and just uh, so yeah, good. Off putting off putting. And then just the score during that scene where she uses that classic piece of, I can't think of what it's called right now. Help me out. Derek, but that you know that classical piece of music yeah but i can't i can't put my name or my finger on the name of that piece of music i know what you're talking about i heard it too but yeah it was it was epic in every sense of the word that whole that whole scene and then my last thought just on my list here before we start going more in depth here uh and ian already kind of touched on it um i hate to i don't want to fall into this mephisto trap again but we we got to address the kang in the room i mean we've said it every week We've been, you know, blowing the horns for Kang. But, like, my God, if it's anything other than him at this point, I'm almost going to be disappointed. I hate to say that, but, like, I don't think this is a Mephisto situation. Like, they are giving so many Kang breadcrumbs at this point that if they swerve now, they're just going to look like total buttholes to me. <laughs> I don't know how else to put However, it, though, if, if I'm okay. So, and again, we're agreeing on the Kang theory. We've been saying it from day one. Uh, all three of us. Well, Derek's been kind of it took me a about took me a little it. little bit of time to hop but, on that. Uh, but I I agree with you, Trent. Sorry to cut you off, but I I do agree with you that uh this is definitely going down the trail of uh Kang. However, at the same time, I wanted to be Kang, but if it, but if it turns out to be a fake out as somebody else, that's cool with me as long as it's done correctly. But if it completely yeah. comes out of left field and you're like what the hell is this like that's going to be kind of silly if it's another but if it's Loki, some, yeah if it's I'm somebody that's mad. yeah exactly but if it's somebody that's gonna one up the game uh um it be, the game being king then yeah but it, like you the just game said game. if it's if it's another loki then yeah that's gonna piss me off like if it's alligator loki was behind it the whole time <laughs> that so, it's, as I much as that. i want to say that yeah the um as much as I want to say that it's pointing towards Kang, which it, it really is. There are Easter eggs in this episode that point towards Kang again. Eliath. The, the Eliath, King, number one. King Tower. Kang Tower, number two, which is both both comic book references pointing yes. directly to Kang. You know, Ravona Renslayer. Directly. The stri- yeah, the house at the end. But. Castle Limbo, maybe. I'm still going to say, as much as I believe that it should be Kang, I'm going to say that if I was to put a bet on it, I'm going to say under 40% that it's actually going to be Kang. My, there okay. are two other options that I think are viable options. 
that I wouldn't be as happy with that I think are possibilities. And that is number one, it's just another Loki. The void is full of Lokis. It could be Loki. Well, I won't be happy with it, but I, excuse me, I can see that. And number two, which is another one I wouldn't be happy with, but it's another rumor floating around and I could see them doing this swerve is that it's another version of Mobius realizing that the TVA has to, has to exist in order for certain things to happen. And so it's just Mobius at the end. I don't like either of those, but go ahead, Trent. I was just going to, I'll split the difference with you real quick because I want to be more specific. I won't be disappointed if it's not Kang as the bad guy. Right. If, if, If it's someone else, if it's, if it's Loki, um, you know, as long as Kang is involved is what I'm trying to say. Like he has to be involved at this point. I'm not saying he is the big bad. I'm not saying he's the one that created the TVA. I'm not saying he's the one in the house that they're looking for. I could maybe agree with you there, Derek, that it almost seems a little too obvious for that at this point. And that it could very well be Loki or a Mobius or whatever. But Kang has to be somehow pulling the strings, Thanos style. He has to be alluded to, name dropped. I'm not saying he physically even has to show up, but he has to be involved at this point in some way shape or form that's where i'm trying to get at it's too too much points to it to think i I agree with you my only reasoning why i'm starting to flounder on the idea that it's kang is because we didn't get any kind of notion in this episode of who it was and that means in the next episode they're going to have to introduce explain and deal with kang in 45 minutes and I would be fine if they just did some some seed planting you know i'm not saying he has to be the one controlling everything right away but he has to be somehow involved it's miss minutes it could be miss minutes is going to be the villain it could be that would be the weird the weird capper of this weird show that would be be something that would be something but yeah i uh i love your list there i agree with everything you said the uh alligator loki all day every day i'm all for him kid loki i liked even though I, i i didn't love the actor playing kid loki there were some, you know, I mean, he's a young actor and he did a fine job, but there were just some things where he he seemed off and strange, but he's a beast. I mean, he killed Thor. So good on you, kid Loki. But um, I want to yeah. I want to gush over Richard E. Grant as classic Loki. Every single thing that he did, all of his little flares with his cape, his his incredible acting through this entire episode between where he's talking about how he lived in exile and then, you know, his, his real serious moment of, to be honest, I missed my brother. And yeah, I thought yeah. that that was, I thought that that was excellent all the way down to him laughing hysterically after yelling glorious purpose right before getting eaten by a life. I loved everything that he did. And the biggest bummer of the show is that we only got one episode with him. Uh, I, right. I really loved classic Logie. Um, I'm a big fan of him in general. So I thought that, I thought that he was great. And again, you know, they gave Kid Loki some cool stuff to do, showed off a little bit of him so that, you know, they'll set him right up. I I, I can see him getting off or out of that void at some point to uh, to lead the Young Avengers like he did in the comics for a while. We'll see what happens there, but I just I can't get off the Young Avengers train. They've introduced a new Young Avenger in every one of these shows, including That's Hawkeye, true. which coming which is coming up and She-Hulk. She-Hulk is going to have another one. America Chavez is going to be in that one. So they just keep bringing them out. But um, yeah. but yeah, so uh, Ian, is there anything off of, off of Trent's list that you want to elaborate on before we start digging into some of the Easter eggs? No, man, I was kind of like uh, jumping in on, on parts. I wanted to let him get most of it out, but so I didn't keep cutting him off because I, I know he just wanted to power through that list. But um, 
power through it. But yeah, I feel like we're all on the same page here. Um, I, I, I really, really, really hope that it's something good and not another Loki. Cause that, that I, we all agree that that's, that's a terrible decision. Uh, please, please God, don't do that. Um, yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Trent. I, I like your list. I wish I would have made my own now, but, uh, well, can I add on to what you just said real quick Yes, um, about it being another Loki? I, I said I would be disappointed and that is still true. However, I would not be the totally surprised. Uh, I mean, it's a show about Loki. I mean, every obstacle in his story so far. And I get that, but there, there, there is such thing as too much and they have, yeah. they, I'm not, I'm not saying right now, like I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not saying like, they they're beating the loki thing to death because like you said it is a loki show but we've seen a lot of iterations of loki so like why would we need that one at the top and 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 every everything is pointing toward toward okay so the void and then everything opens up do you guys do you guys honestly feel like they're they're in the quantum realm no i don't think i don't think the void is in the quantum realm I think the TVA is in the quantum realm. Okay, you yes. think the TVA yes, is in the is. quantum realm? Yeah, I think. Trent, I think. I think Trent, the that's what you meant to agree with. I, I think that, and then the place that they're going at the end, I think, is, is also, also quantum. Okay, that's what I was talking about. The place at the end, the void is the separate thing. We know this, right? So, I think the void uh, had a light there to protect um, them getting into that city of uh, in the in the quantum realm. That's that's my theory. That's my opinion. So are you and, thinking that's part of like Chronopolis that we saw in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp? King City I, I, that's in the yeah, and, and the reason I think that is because A, it looks a hell of a lot like it. I mean, I know we didn't really get to see much. It had that kind of that. rainbow spectrum effect going on. Well, that, but if you notice, the city definitely looked very futuristic. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there were cars like flying by, flying cars or ships or something. And it just, just, just the, the feel to it looked futuristic like like it would be in the quantum realm and and again i could be way off i i'm, I'm spitballing here as always but uh i i i, th- I think that's what we're going for and if they do set this up I'm, I'm interested to see how they do the next episode because kang the conqueror is this huge huge um would you would you consider him just a straight villain across the board Kang is a it, Kang is one hundred percent a villain. Now but, there are but, versions but different of him iterations along, there like Iron Lad. And... Yeah, along the timeline where he's not like a Mortis, I wouldn't consider a villain because he's kind of done with it all. Iron Lad okay. wasn't. There are small iterations here and there along. But his you timeline. think this is but he's overall, a straight up bad. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. So like, well, I, I actually still, if it's Kang, I still think it's a Mortis. I don't think this is going to be Kang that we're going to see in Ant Man and the Wasp. I think this is going to be the old version of Kang after he's done conquering everything and he's working with the TVA like in the comics. Okay. Okay. If um, that's where they go. I like that. No, I like that. Uh, I, there's not really too much I, I don't like about this, man. There's uh, there's so many directions they can go. Like I said, the only thing that would that would really burn my stew would be uh, would be if it was another Loki. And that, that would ruin this whole experience for me. Well... The only thing that, uh, and again, like you said, it could go anywhere, but apparently there was, I didn't watch it, but there was that mid-season trailer that showed some footage from the last three episodes or whatever, Mm -hmm. and someone had broken down that there was a shot of Loki, and they called him King Loki, and who knows if it's our Loki 
the main one or if it's another variant but he was like dressed up in this regal you know outfit or whatever and i think he had the big headdress on again and stuff so there were some rumors floating around that maybe king loki was who that was and maybe he's the the one pulling the strings which yeah i'm with you ian i would be a little bummed even though it is a show about loki i would be less bummed if it was again if king was maybe pulling his strings somehow or making him do i don't know i could see it happening because the show is about what makes loki a loki and we have sylvie who is here to represent loki learning to love himself so the only thing that i could see that would make sense would be if there was just a pure unadulterated evil loki at the end that supposedly is representative of loki conquering his villain side and just becoming a full-on good character. If they I, want to play, with I get, like I, that. I, I get that the theme. I'm cool with the whole theme thing, just not yeah. to be the big payoff. If this yeah, is what I we've agree. been waiting six episodes for, and they've been building and building and building in the TVA, and 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 again, you're not wrong because if there is this big bad like villain villainous uh, uh, Loki, he's the god of mischief, right? What other mission? Yeah. What, what's the greatest mischief ever than creating a like a fake fake time agency and 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 then having having those those three fake timekeepers, the mm. statues. Yeah. And and yeah, it, that now that you're saying that, that 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 does make sense. I still hate it. I don't want it. Well, no, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want I, I don't it at all. I would like it either. I'm just trying to think of where they could be going with it if that's what. They yeah, decide. you're trying to be logical about like the fact that if it's not who we think it is why it would be another loki and i swear to god it better because, not be well i just don't want us to fall in that wandavision trap and again i didn't have but a problem again, with how wandavision yeah it was yeah, a victim but, of its own hype it was to but be at fair. the same time they but but even wandavision has been setting setting this whole kang thing up because like you know kang's coming he's coming that's so, what i'm saying it's we have more proof of king than we ever right. did with the goofy so let me ask you guys this here's the, here's my other part to this question if it is indeed king okay this last episode is about king do you think that it's going to set up i mean obviously you know it's going to set up the other the, the multiverse stuff do you think anybody else is going to make an appearance in this last episode dr strange spider-man like in anybody random i don't uh, think we're going to see scarlet witch not, think, not even an after. I, I'm counting after credit scene. I, I don't think so. I think if um, if the last two shows or any 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 um, idea of how they're going to go, I think they're going to stick with just being on Loki and focusing on him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't see any other characters popping up. I'd be really surprised if they do. I wouldn't be upset about it, but I'd be really surprised if they do. And. Um, you know, to go back to the idea of whether I know we, we we'll get off of this here in a second, but the, to go back to the idea of Loki being the big bad here in the end, in, in, in the end of all of this, I would be frustrated about it because, you know, I know that a lot of people fell into that trap with WandaVision thinking that, oh, OK, well, you know, it's Mephisto. It's got to be Mephisto. But to be fair, that was like a throwaway line. And like one random character that kind of might have been a hint towards Mephisto. This has been an entire series that has been laying in not only hints, but actual characters that have giant connections to Kang. In mythology. In, in mythology that could be connecting with Kang. And in, in the fact yeah. that in the comics, Kang works with the TVA to help preserve the timeline. 
Ravona Renslayer, who is a, a, a main antagonist of the series, and, and, is, and love is a Kang. love interest I, for I Kang. You. In this episode, Eliath is used by Kang as a as a like a pawn to fight the Avengers. Um, you know, it's just the the tower in the background, the Avengers Tower that said Kang on, on it. Granted, spelled differently, but that was a comic reference yeah, to Kang the Conqueror. It was, yeah, I knew all that of one. all of these things have been building and building and building to Kang the Conqueror. And I feel like with WandaVision, it was the fans' fault for getting the ideas yeah. and their and their thoughts set on Mephisto. If this is not Kang, this is Marvel's fault for building it up too much. You cannot drop that many hints, that many Easter eggs, and just be like, oh no, it was just Loki all along. And well, then like expect I said, people to be well, okay with it. You you can snowball the Easter eggs and you could wrap them all up and you could put a pretty bow on it, and you could be like, Oh, gotcha, it's it's not Kang, but it can't be another Loki. That's all I'm saying. Here's a thought as well. Um, you know. If hypothetically it wasn't King and they're throwing all these Easter eggs and stuff out, you got to think of what they have coming up. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to squeeze King in? Like he's supposed to be an Ant Man of the Wasp, but that doesn't come out for two more years. So unless he's only meant to be a villain for that movie, which I find what a waste. very hard to believe. What a waste! Yeah, he, he is yeah. a King is a better Avengers villain than Thanos ever was in the comics. And agreed, well, that's and that's and, and I have no prop, problem. Gorls. So, <laughs> I, have, I have no problem with Ant-Man nor Wasp, but let's do you guys really want to see a movie where just those two fight Kang? No. That's what I'm saying. And if not now, with all these things that you're rolling out yeah. in support of it, then when? When is this payoff going to come? So even if he's not the main villain of the show, he has to be a part of the finale somehow. Even if it's an after credit tease a la Thanos at the end of Avengers or something, you know, just something to get us going in this direction. Yeah, I can't I imagine a waste otherwise. I, I can't imagine they're going to waste a villain like Kang on just Ant Man and the Wasp. Not that Ant Man and the Wasp aren't awesome, and I've loved their right. movies, but, but but to carry a whole movie where they're fighting this huge villain, I mean, let's look back at the past two movies. Their their first villain was Yellow Jacket. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, and he was little. he was all right, and then the second villain. We all know how you feel about Yellow Jacket. <laughs> And then Ghost was the was the villain in the in the second movie. And again, not a bad villain, but not not to the level of Kang. It, yeah, we're talking about Kang the Conqueror, the character that has literally conquered hundreds of different eras throughout time, who has and defeated just, the Avengers by himself multiple times. Yeah, and Ant Man and the Wasp, you know, they're resourceful, they're great heroes, but th- you don't you don't focus De- on defeated it. the Avengers on multiple accounts without Infinity Stones. Right. But we're going to we're going to move away from that. I want to talk a little bit more. One other one last thing, Derek. Go ahead. One last thing. I'm sorry. I just I wanted to say I want to button this up by saying this is this right here is why this show is so freaking good. Like we've mentioned all the, you know, details of why we love this show. But I think this right here, this half hour long discussion we've had on just Kang alone. And all the speculating and all the guessing we get to do is why this show and all of them really, but especially this one is so great because I love talking theories, speculations, and I cannot wait for one more week to see and to think back to this episode and either think, wow, we're a bunch of jackasses. Nothing we said was even close or to see how, how close we get it. And I'm not trying to like pat ourselves on the back because King is the obvious kind of you know, rumor here. If we right, if we I, I had no way, right. shape, or form would but, be like, ah, oh, we called it, we called it. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but 
but it would also be kind of fun to look back and be like what a bunch of idiots we were thinking this meant this and that's why these shows are so great and those who can't get into all the layers beneath the actual show i feel like are, are missing out because this is the fun part for me i don't want to speak for you guys but yeah. anyway i just want to throw that out there because yeah, next wanna... week all answers will be revealed we won't get to speculate yeah. anymore so, so I want to I want to go um, before, like I said, we are going to dig into the Easter eggs because there's so many. We got to at least talk about some of them. The the one last thing I want to mention is I, I got to look at her name so I don't get it wrong. Sophia de Mar or Sophia de Martino, I believe is how yeah. it's pronounced. Yeah. You know, in the first episode where we saw her, I wasn't sure about her. Something about her kind of was off putting, and I, I I didn't know whether I liked her or not. Like the end of episode two. And all of episode three, I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know. I don't know about her. There was something about her. You know, I don't know if there was like a chemistry issue with her and Tom Hiddleston or what, but I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy her all the way, but man, after the last couple of episodes, I, I have absolutely fallen head over heels in love with this actress. I, I think she is cute and, and fun and, and a lot of fun to watch. And uh, just the different the different emotions that she conveys. I think she's a phenomenal actress, and I'm really really glad that that she got this show to kind of give her some more clout. And I'm excited to see her in more things because I really I'm really enjoying her a lot, and I think she's awesome. Just wanted to put that out there because I think that I think that Sylvie has been a really fun character to watch change and grow, and I think that um, that her as an actress, she's just she's she's blowing me away. I really like her a lot. Uh, agreed, 100 percent agree. And we can all agree at this point, she's basically just a, a culmination of Loki and Enchantress. You know, yeah. Mixed yeah, together, yeah. right? I'm oh, sure yeah. we're all on board with that. So. Yeah, that was one thing while I was watching it. Um, I was watching it last night and uh, Allie asked me, she said, well, are you upset that it's not just the Enchantress, like from the comics? And I said, no, the MCU does that all the time where they'll switch characters around. They'll kind of merge characters together. And it's usually done really well. And I think that this was a great way to get Enchantress in there without having to try and figure out a brand new character. And it's a fun. Well, and they could they could still use the real Enchantress, too, if they ever wanted to. Since Sylvie's technically what the second one. Yeah. The second Enchantress. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I, I like her. Play. I like I like the character. I, I'm really enjoying her. But let's uh, let's talk Easter eggs. I want to I want to throw out the first one that I actually didn't catch when I was first watching it because I was watching it kind of kind of not paying real close attention. I didn't realize until a little later on into the episode that I really needed to be like focused in. And also the first time I watch these are usually like first thing in the morning on my phone while I'm getting ready for work. And so when I actually got to sit down and watch it on the big screen at, at, at home, I was able to, um, I was able to actually take it in. And the first, the first one that I got to mention is the Thanos copter. I mean, oh. come on, come <laughs> on for anybody that doesn't know Thanos in the comics was not always the mad Titan when Thanos was introduced in Iron Man back in the early seventies, I believe it was early seventies in Iron Man. I mean, he was, he was a goofy character. He was getting chased down by Drax, the destroyer who looked a, questionably a lot like vision. And uh, at one point in time in a Spider-Man comic, he was flying around in a little helicopter that was yellow with the word Thanos printed across the back of it. And he got arrested by police. So that's the <laughs> mad Titan. He got arrested by the police in New York. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this is America. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, I just, I love the fact that they threw the Thanos copter in there because it just, it, it was the beginning of all the crazy Easter eggs we we're going to see in this episode. So we had the Thanos copter. We had the Kang tower. We've been talking about 
one thing that uh, that I caught and I, I couldn't place what it was. I had to go and watch a video. Somebody was breaking down all the Easter eggs. They walked past Red Skull's ship that he fought, that he escaped one of the one of the factories in in uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Red Skull's nice. ship is there, all like sitting straight up in the in the in the ground. I don't think I noticed that one. Yeah, so Red Skull's ship is is there, and and one no, I that I didn't that one catch. One another one that I didn't catch that I wanted to bring up because of what we were talking about earlier with the idea of Yellow Jacket possibly coming back was a giant man-sized helmet of Yellow Jacket that was just sitting in the in the field somewhere. And so that's why Ian's giving me a look right now. Why that's I, the I one you didn't catch? Yeah, I didn't catch the iron. No, the, well, the, gi- the yellow jacket helmet. Fun fact: I didn't catch it either. I've watched that episode twice. I know it exists based on articles and screenshots online, but I've watched this episode twice, and I must look away every time they. Because right. I'm sure it's what just an establishing shot between scenes or something. Yeah. So I probably zone yeah. out for a half second, and I missed it both times, and I'm so mad at myself, but. But yeah, the fact that uh, he ended up getting lost in the quantum realm, who knows where he is. That's another. uh, So maybe he uh, he figured out how to get real big and became giant, giant yellow jacket. And the TVA came and snatched him up and shot him over there. But uh, the, the, the biggest one, the one that made me laugh out loud and cheer out loud and have to pause it and explain to my wife was Throg. (laughs) <laughs> throg in a jar i was so excited for throg in a jar did you guys catch throg the first time because i missed no, him the first time i saw it was so him moving but i was like what the hell is that well i i rewound a couple times because for some reason yeah. it didn't look like a frog at first i don't know it why because he was hopping but i rewound it a couple times i was like is that throg and jensen was like who i was like it's, <laughs> it's frog thor i think but i can't really tell for sure jumping trying so hard um, to get through that uh, glass to get to mjolnir <laughs> And uh, back to Thanos Copter, when that popped up, I was like, Thanos Copter. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, <"Let's> forget it. <laughs> yeah, watching this, episode with, watching this episode with my wife was a lot of me pausing, going online and looking up a picture of a comic book, <laughs> like a comic book art, <laughs> and ha- just showing it to my wife and then hitting play again. Had to be like visual representations. Of- I, w- I want to see Throg and uh, Croaky, as they were calling him online, the alligator <laughs> Loki. I want to see them duke it out. <laughs> I gotta say, I, uh, I I have a feeling that the alligator Loki is gonna tear up Throg. Oh yeah, that 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 doesn't bode well for him. But those were the uh, those are the big Easter eggs that I really liked a lot. Um, I have a couple more for you. Go go ahead. I know there are more. It. Those are just the ones that I really really stuck with me. There was a, a shield helicarrier crashed yeah. in the background of a scene that had um, the Hydra logo on it. By the way, oh I Ooh. didn't I didn't catch the Hydra logo part. Yeah. There was nice, man. a um, Ronan's ship, the Dark Aster, was crashed. I did see that one. And one of them. And I saw it, and at first I thought it was Thanos' ship because I'm not the trivia god that Derek is. And I was like, what is that ship? And then I read it online later. I was like, oh, yeah, duh, from the ship. Well, now, wait a minute. You just beat Derek in trivia a second ago. Hey, we're never he releasing erased, that audio. We erased that footage. Never releasing that audio. But to be fair, I did turn to Allie and say, that's the Dark Aster, which yeah, is Ronan's ship. Too. And then apparently, uh, I didn't catch this one myself, but uh, there was like a crumbled statue of the Living Tribunal. I didn't see it either, but I did see that that somebody online posted. I'm going to have to watch again and try and catch that one. So lots of fun stuff uh, in the background. Literally, literal definition of Easter eggs. You got to hunt for them. But yeah, it was full of them. This was uh, this was a lot of fun And, and even little tiny Easter eggs to uh just to to show that there were alternate timelines and realities 
like there was a an arcade game that was only ever a board game or like a tabletop game down in the bowling alley uh, the bowling alley had stairs going up showing that you bowl downhill which would sounds like a really fun way to bowl i'm all for it oh yeah <laughs> right i have a feeling i'd be better at that version of bowling <laughs> just set the bowl and or set the ball and just let it roll right down the middle set the ball in the ball <laughs> set the ball in the ball ian what about you you've been a little quiet on the easter eggs did you catch any that uh that we didn't or did you uh have no a I, I, one well apparently i caught the yellow jacket one i uh that you guys didn't i noticed that one uh you i noticed the hel- helicarrier uh but i did not notice the hydra symbol um i noticed that obviously the thanos copter uh or plane i'm sorry um i think that was yeah, and I noted the Kang from what you said earlier. I noticed that because uh, the only reason I caught that one is because when they were going by, like I thought that was Avengers Tower, right? Which obviously it was at one point, but uh, I stopped and I was like, that doesn't look like the A. And I went back and looked and I was like, Kang, oh, Kang, oh, okay. So then I I, I went and Googled because um, I'm not familiar with that storyline. Yeah, I wasn't I, either. I had to look And then I up. went and Googled that and it was from like a 2015 Avengers run. Yeah, Excuse Tony's, me, where, Tony, where sold, Tony the sold the building to uh, Kang, who was going by an alias at the time. I'm like, oh, really? His alias was from Kang, Kang was Kang with a C. Your dentist's name is Crentus. <laughs> hey, maybe that's why he became a dentist. <laughs> maybe that's why he became Kang the Conqueror. Hey, Kang, you want to buy this tower? It's really good. <laughs> I have so- I have heard a a very fun theory that I doubt is true, but if it's real, I will, I will lose it. That it is actually a Mortis in that, uh, in that castle at the end. And then really? it's going to be playing by Morgan Freeman. And if it's Morgan Freeman playing a Mortis, I'll lose my mind. I can't even be mad at that. I, that show would stop dead in its tracks. If Morgan Freeman walked out of a room. <laughs> Hello, Loki. That was a terrible Morgan Freeman. But I would be like, what the hell? And I love Morgan I feel like that was very good. Hello, Hello Loki. Lucky okay, talk to you, brother. Or uh, Loki, we grew up tiny boy babies together. <laughs> Ever oh, no, since that didn't I was a little like... boy, Lucky. You're sounding more like old Greg than anybody else right about now. Do you love me? <laughs> could could you learn to love, love me? <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we got off the rails. All right. Uh, anybody, Any anything else that we haven't covered? Last chance on Loki episode five. I'm okay with the, uh, with the Morgan Freeman thing, but he can't come back as Morgan Freeman. He either comes back as Morgan Freeman himself the actor as himself or god or he comes back as god which is also the same as being morgan freeman any um any last chance predictions or theories that we haven't brought up yet i've got nothing i've got nothing off the rails of what i've been preaching this entire episode or since the beginning it's kang or bust baby i'm gonna say one more time i i really think that we need to prepare ourselves for this not to be kang I, I right. uh, final I, final I answer though, is, but I, I final answer. I'll be surprised. If not if Kang, Kang. Are you are you saying Loki? I'm thinking that it's either Kang or Loki at this point. In my okay. opinion, your top two. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I could see Mobius being just kind of a weird one throwing. But you, but you, yeah, in there. But, but but I'm but guessing you, if, no, if it was I better not be Mobius. But if it uh, was if it, it if I had to pick, I would say it's it's either going to be Kang or a different version of Loki. And I'll be disappointed in Loki, but you know, if the story's good, maybe we'll get a Kang post-credit scene. Trent, we'll get something with Kang. Trent, final thoughts. Sure. Uh, if if not Kang, are you going? Are you going Loki? Man, my heart is saying Kang all the way. My head is kind of agreeing with 
Derek a little bit. So I'm kind of caught right in the middle because there's part of me that thinks Marvel is setting all this up just to kind of zag at the last second. But then there's part of me that's like, they really haven't real, you know, you know, surprise. Like, I don't know what it is. Their shows have kind of been straightforward so far. They haven't really swerved too badly. And despite people wanting them to, you know what I mean? Right. Which, which parts of you so, feel this way is just like your kidneys or <laughs> lower intestines, maybe. Um, okay. 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 Glutes. I, um, I, 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 if it's your lower intestines, I, th- I think you need to go to the bathroom. I think it's gas. I don't think it has anything to do with. So I, I don't know. I'm show. sticking with King. I'm, I'm, I'm digging my feet into the ground. If it's not him, he's going to be in it in some way, shape or form. Maybe like Derek said, maybe an after credits thing. Um, my last question to you all real quick, since we won't have any more chances to predict or speculate, do you think um, Mobius gets to go back to his life and ride a jet ski? Do you think he succeeds in burning the TVA down? Or do you think we leave a lot of these threads dangling for a, a future season? I am interested to see this, – this is going to tie into my answer to your question in a second – I'm interested to see where Ravona ends up. Mm-hmm. In King's because arms. in King's <laughs> arms, yeah. Yes. But I'm I'm interested to see like what where she's going with this because I think that if if she does this, like if she really is in the dark and she doesn't know what's going on, and then she shows up and she finds out and then she gets mad enough, then yeah, she could help Mobius uh get back to his life. But I think that's the only way he gets back to it. Because obviously they're not going to destroy Kang. Right. No. So I, I feel like if you tie her in somehow, because her and Mobius like kind of had this like, I mean, friendship, but do you have do you feel like they kind of you know dilly something there. Along romantic? There's something there. So, Which is another reason why the whole Mobius may be really the villain popped yeah. up on some people's ideas. Yeah, of but, and I get that. But if that is it, then then they have really screwed the pooch on this because you can't have a character so that oblivious that in the dark about, about this whole thing and then all of a sudden be like unless it's a different oh, wait Mobius, a minute. not this well, Mobius. oh say there, okay. there are many mobiuses and think about the fact about loki that be Mobii, goodbye that hug that goodbye hug with mobius and how you know basically he was just saying thank you my friend there was this moment he was saying goodbye imagine what it would do to loki if he walked in that castle and it was another mobius his his bff that was behind you know what i mean by the way do you think that would hurt him that much because like it's a it's it's a different like it's a variant of mobius it's not that mobius that he's come to love and and appreciate well i don't know i literally just saw this i haven't i haven't thought it completely through stop pulling things out of your ass but by the way one last thing i I swear this will be the last thing then we'll move on to our twitter followers and we'll go on this will be the last thing and he just doesn't talk but last last thing who was mobius saying was his favorite because he was hugging loki but he was looking at sylvie but he was looking at sylvie i think he was talking about sylvie it looked like he whispered to sylvie which i think is hilarious that she's his favorite all right, that's it. I, I think he was talking to Sylvie. All right, after their fi- after their five minutes together, I actually think he was talking to us, the audience. He might have been. You're my favorite. All right, <laughs> Trent. Do we have any social media followers we need to shout out this week? We do. We do have a few. Um, you'd think that I would be ready at the end of the show. It's you would like think. I even asked you before think. we started recording. Do you have them ready? You said yes. Well, 
I'm on my phone all day, and then like the one minute I put on the spot, I forget how apps work and how phones swipe <laughs> and stuff. It's like, what is this device in my hands? <laughs> okay, sorry. Followers for the week are the Imaginary Movie Podcast, Chapter by Chapter Podcast, The Pod Academy, Muhammad Wakas. Hope I'm saying that right. Partial Credit Pod, Malice After Midnight, Holy Jedi. Hyper Time to Podcast, Cast of Color, Science Fiction Remnant, the Q&E Podcast, and the Beard Owl Podcast, which discusses the two greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Owl. So I think that's worth a follow in and of itself. So go follow and like all those people's stuff. I'm sure they're great. Thank you for following us. Thank you, everybody, for uh, following us on social media. If you don't already, please check us out. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, most active on Twitter. We try and post some things to Facebook and Instagram, but uh, but definitely follow us on tr- Twitter. Uh, the links will be in the description. If you want to talk to us directly, shoot us an email at paperweightent at yahoo.com. We will be dropping this uh, podcast this week and uh, immediately after dropping our reaction to Black Widow tomorrow night as we're recording this on thursday night tomorrow we are going to go see black widow and then we're going to do our first in-person podcast with all of us sitting around one table like there wasn't a pandemic for the last 18 or 19 months so it's going to be exciting i can't wait to uh i can't wait to actually be in the same room with these guys for the first time in a very long time and sure uh, we'll, be, we'll be we'll be giving you our thoughts on uh, Black Widow. So, Derek, I was just at your house the other day. Yeah, but I haven't been I haven't seen Trent in person in quite a while. Oh, you mean the three of us together? Yeah, all of us, all of us together. Yeah, Ian, I see Ian. It'll all be the a time. fun times. It will be. You it's think gonna we be get off time? You think we get off the rails on Zoom? Just wait until yeah, we're wait all... till we're all together. Good lord! Oh we'll god! Good lord! That's gonna, gonna be like that's, that's gonna be a terrible uh, job uh, having to edit. As I'm gonna say. Nose goes. <laughs> Ian, do you want to do this? Yeah, let Ian. I'll do Ian it. Cut his teeth on this first editing on <sighs> on the Black Widow review. All right. Well, like I said, we're gonna wrap it up here, and we will uh, we will see you guys soon. We will talk to you soon. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you thought of Black Widow. Let us know what you thought of Loki, and uh, we will we will talk about it then. So for Trent and Ian, I have been Derek, and this has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. See you next time. Yeah, Entertainment. Yay!